Over 2 million Americans are in prison and approximately 70 million Americans have a criminal record. Bad Boys Jail and Juvenile Ministries believes the church has the unique capacity and calling to respond to the crisis of crime and incarceration. In response, we present Inside Out. And now our hosts, Wilson and Rascal. Welcome to the Inside Out Radio Show. I'm Wilson along with Rascal, and this is where we spend time helping each other position ourselves with purpose for positive change. And because in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I have the plans for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you. How you doing, Rascal? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Wilson? Hey, something's going on here. We're on remote more and more and more. Well, that's the idea. Yeah, we're not. We gr- want to be out and about. We are not a garage band anymore. Doing this from the garage, just don't cut it. <laughs> right. Don't cut it. Well, um, we are at a very familiar place. Yes. And I can't believe they let us back in the door. Well, I know, but I think we kind of snuck in. Alfie snuck. Yeah, Alpha let us in before they got That's here. That's right. So it's our it's, right. So you got to take fault. Take Alpha's keys us. away. Right. <laughs> so, um, so we're gonna introduce them. Yes. Well, kind of reintroduce them actually. Right. Right. Because uh, we we've known these men for a long. Oh yeah, time. I love this place. Right. And this is what was what where are we at? We are at Misfits in Warrenton. Misfits for Jesus in Warrenton. We're with uh, Pastor Barry and Pastor Randy. Yes, we are. Right. How you doing, guys? Doing well. How are you guys? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Good guys, have you guys here? It's, it's weird because you're up, we're on the other side. Right. Because right. you were on our show. Now we're right. on your show. Speaking so of your show, how can they get to your show? If you go to misfitsforjesus.com. You can all of our archives on. I think they're still on Spotify and iTunes as well. Yep, I think. Okay, and you can also pick them up on Facebook. You guys got like three hundred and some odd. There's shows. a lot of material on there. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot, three lot shows that are good. No, just <laughs> <laughs> three shows that are yeah. good. Yeah, you guys yeah. were the right. ones that yeah. he wasn't in. <laughs> yeah, right. That's about twelve. Wow, yeah. they're good. Uh huh. Well, welcome to the Inside Out Show and Podcast. Thank you for glad uh, to be here. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us, man. Well, we're here to talk about some specifics, and that specific is your recovery program. Okay. Yeah, and we want to um, kind of let people know, as you know, that what we try to do is we try to spread the resource news, like what's going on out there for people that need it, people that need recovery, specifically the ex-incarcerated and the incarcerated mm-hmm. as they plan to get out. So this is something that I think they would benefit from because we all need to be recovering from something. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We're going to uh, just kind of move through this a little bit. Randy, I was going to ask you, when and how were you introduced to the recovery model or the recovery program per se? Our story is pretty much like a lot of people's stories. We partied a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we had alcohol problems, of course, but when we started our ministry in 2006, unbeknownst to us, the opiate thing was just becoming a problem. So we would see all of these people downtown that had major opiate addictions, alcohol addictions was a big thing. We dealt with opiate addictions. But that's about the time that Oxy was really beginning to, to grab people. So when we planted the church in 2012, we knew in the backdrop, we knew there was a problem, but we didn't really realize it. it's not only in the city, it's a rural problem too. Mm-hmm. It's an American problem, it's everywhere. Not right. just, you know, there are no little Mayberry RFDs, right. very few. It's been riddled with drug abuse, methamphetamines, et cetera, et cetera. But we realized it was an issue even here. And we met a guy, his first name, Mike, that was a recovering addict, heroin addiction, opiate addiction. And we just realized what an important part recovery program. 
played in uh, at the old church. At the old church, yeah. He was a, he was married to a friend, mm-hmm. and realized that he had been recovered. He's still working through it. So I think that was our first really formal introduction that we need something here in our town. Right. And you got a great location now. It's a great new this location. We love it. It's flat. There are no steps. Which is nice for Campbell. Yeah. Right, you know? right. Right off the highway. Yeah, drunks fall up steps. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I did it many times. Right, right. <laughs> so what would you say is, in a broad sense, not just misfit recovery, which, but you, you could mention that as well, but what's one or two elements that make a recovery successful? Because we, we've, you know, we've all heard of NA, AAs, and, and all those other ones. And, and of course, you know, like us, we're, we're Christ-centered, mm-hmm. and it's a Christ-centered program. Right. So uh, maybe I stole your thunder on that. No, but. not really. I, I think we, we talked about this earlier. And I think one of the main things is consistency, right? You have to be consistent in your recovery. You have to be a good steward of your recovery. Okay. You know, we don't have what you would call sponsors, but we have mentorship and things like this and people that will guide you along in your path. But I think early on in your recovery, I think it's really important to, you know, you've heard 90, 90 meetings in 90 days. There's a reason because you have to ingrain those habits new fresh habits into your into your walk right so we had talked about consistency let me say this too michael i i think it's important too that this isn't the only thing you should be doing this should be a part of your re- overall okay. recovery strategy okay. it can't be the only thing it's come to a recovery group on a wednesday night for an hour and a half talk about your problems and, and hit church saturday or sunday wherever you go right. this has to be a, a component of an overall strategy a, a targeted towards your addiction i so i think to your point I think consistency and obviously, let's just lay it out there. Jesus there is our go. recovery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Jesus has to be a part of recovery. Right. I kind of stalked you guys a little bit on, on your Facebook page and on your webpage, and your tagline is offering hope, peace, and belonging to the grace and mercy of the love of, and love mm-hmm. of God. If somebody wanted to um, be part of your program, uh, can you give, give us your address and whatnot? Oh, yeah. It's, it's wow. whoever wants to get people Same in the door. So 1,000 Warrington Shops. Uh, Suite 29, we meet here at 7 o'clock on Wednesdays, and of course, service is Saturdays. And, and in some sense, Saturday nights is the big recovery group. You okay. Know. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we have one in High Hill, okay. 6 p.m. at the community center, led by David and Lisa Baez, nice. so it's also an option. Nice. You know, and I think the, the groups have changed and evolved over the years. But Sure. Yeah. Duck Dynasty Dave. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I always say, you look like you stepped off a of Duck Dynasty. I'll give you a dollar if you ever find him with no camo. One dollar. Where's Camo to church all the time? He's Camo out. Yeah, he's Camo. Do they have to call first? No, just show up. But if they were to call, what would be that phone number? That's a really good question, Michael. 636-377-1842. Wonderful. Yeah. We just want to keep people connected to you guys. Fantastic. That's 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 the church office. And remember, you may not get somebody there all Mm -hmm. the time, but we will get back to you yes please leave a message yes if the voicemail comes on it probably will mm-hmm. you know, we're not here much wednesdays right. tuesdays saturdays we're here a lot more but if you get the voicemail leave a message we will call you back right and you can connect to them through their webpage misfitsforjesus.com or their facebook which is misfits for jesus just put that in your facebook search and you can just get connected and there, there's lots and lots of information in fact there's sermons on there somewhere yes there's, there is just hit mm-hmm. the sermon button and you can mm-hmm. listen to the past sermons and can we filter by sermons like if we didn't want to listen to you can we just listen to Barry <laughs> probably good actually <laughs> I get that I get that a lot search <laughs> filter out yeah I've never been part of AA or any of the other mm-hmm. ones I've never sat in on one I've only sat in on the, the biblical ones I don't know if you can answer this question but maybe we can answer it as a group what the difference between a non-biblical recovery group and a biblical 
recovery group? Well, biblically speaking, we believe that being Christ-centered, the Holy Spirit is the extra you need to be recovered. Mm-hmm. You know, our, one of our favorites is uh, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Right. And really, uh, it's something to hold on to during those dark times. Sure. You're never alone because Christ is with you everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So it's something to hold on to. Right, right. I was driving to um, Rascal's house today, and I, I heard the word accountability. Mm-hmm. Kind of, we use that with, like, accountability partner, accountability groups, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I would assume a biblically-based recovery group would have a portion of that to mm-hmm. some degree. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's like we talked about before. You have your part to do mm-hmm. as someone in recovery. Mm-hmm. We can't want it more than you do. Right. So you have your work to do, too. All we can do is point you in the right direction. Right, right. We can introduce you to Christ if you don't know Christ. Mm-hmm. Or if you've been away, we can, we can just come back. Come back to God. Right. You know? But you have your own work to do, too. Right. Our, our tagline for the Ministry of Bad Boys Jail Ministry is helping position people with purpose for positive change. The, the verb there, position yourself. So mm-hmm. like yeah. you said, you can't just position yourself into this building once a week. Right. right. You have to position yourself in prayer and, and reading and, and fellowshipping That's right. with, yeah. with other believers, that kind of thing. Obviously, with us being a jail ministry, we primarily deal with inmates juvenile level and adult level me being in jail three different times myself <laughs> to where that i didn't get let go after i was finished about less than two percent of those that get released which is really a sad statistic but those people actually have a 360 turnaround and completely get they get out they get the treatment they need they get the help they need and they stay out they stay clean and they go on to live a productive life. Now, with that being said, what would you say the percentage of what you've seen here at your recovery program, is it better than 2%? Probably around that number, probably 2 to 5%. Okay. You know, I would say there are success stories, but again, it goes back to you. Right. Do you what really want to put into exactly it? Exactly right. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Because it is available. Right. So yeah, you it, can't it, stop being there. I mean, as you guys, as pastors, as a recovery group, as a church, you can't stop being there just because, you know, you're recovered. Right. We're never recovered. recovered. You have to constantly be a steward of your recovery. And you're going to hear a couple stories of success that are still actively working their recovery. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Because I'm not the only one. Right. 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 No. I'm in that 2%. Yeah. You know, it doesn't happen. And we wrestled with that number. You know, we talked about that at the office couple of days ago we don't count people or anything right but statistically i mean the chances it's it's tough yeah but there is hope it can be done and it that's why we done. witness us you know let the redeemed of the lord say so right if you've been redeemed and recovering i don't think it's anything to, to shame from it fact, it, it gives god glory when you hear these stories about people that have recovered Amen. and right, have gone yes. on to live lives for the lord and they're helping others it gives yes. god glory right yep. And, yep. and and the more that you give god glory the more grace that he gives you to give god glory it's right. like wow that all works <laughs> yeah Pour out you know it's, yeah. it's a cliche and and sometimes we like them and sometimes we don't it's like your mess is a message because mm-hmm. right sometimes <clears throat> i use the phrase you can't lead somebody to a place you've never been right exactly right you know and it, it's what i use all the time as far as sympathy and empathy you know i can have sympathy all day long with somebody that has cancer but I can't have empathy for them because I don't know what it's like to go through that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Whereas now that I've been released from jail, I've went through that, I can ha- actually have empathy for those who are struggling after they first that's get good. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's good. Do any of your recovery participants ever go on to teach elsewhere? 
We have one of our one of our biggest one is in Mountain Grove. Okay. Mountain Grove, Missouri, and uh, they're they're averaging roughly sixty or better a week. Wow, awesome. it's a church. And, yeah, That's it's awesome. basically a church, and it's a very rural town too, where mm-hmm. you know meth and all that stuff's running rapid there. But there's people that, who want help. They right. finally get to the end and they want help. And she's been staying at these numbers for long periods of time. That's wonderful. So you know the people really do want to recover. Right. You know, and you're going to have the people come and go because that's part of recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, early in recovery for me, I thought it'd be easy. Hey, man, just straighten up and fly around. Right. Just knock it off, okay? Just grow up and <coughs> stop doing meth. Well, it's not right. that. I learned it's not that easy. It's or heroin. It, it's not like that. Nope. But that was a learning process for me, too, because I was never on that kind of stuff. But right. dealing with the people who were it was a learning for sure right. you know it's like okay now i understand it's a little more than obviously that and but, it, it's taking that next step you know right. everybody wants to recover they want to be able to recover but that next step is actually saying now that i have gotten to the point where i'm beyond it i'm i'm past it now i want to go out and i want to help, help others right right well that's, that's why that's, that's, that's really awesome. it's a miracle really i i feel it's a miracle to be recovered right because it's it, it's so easy to slip back with the way all these influences in the world yeah slip back oh into yeah it. but when you're really recovered it, it really is a miracle well it just idea. goes to show you why the ones that are surrounded with the whole thing of jesus mm-hmm. they they recover <laughs> they actually recover because it's not us right right it's and not us it's that well it's the flip coin of that that term two drowning men another a drowning man can't save another drowning right, man right, but right, once right. you learned how to swim then you can swim out there right, and save right. that drowning yes. man right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. circling back to your point real quick before we move on uh-huh. I, I think it's possible to recover like let's say you have a non-Christian based recovery group we've seen success through them right. Right? right however oftentimes what we have seen is you recover from one thing only to pick up another thing oh boy yep. okay so you can be, you can get off heroin you mm-hmm. can get off alcohol mm-hmm. you can get off whatever your pornography whatever your thing is but then you become a workaholic yeah or you maybe you become uh, a shopaholic that's a perfect point uh, you know, I, I don't know I, but i think true recovery it all happens through christ and then you're recovering from everything at the once and you're aware that uh-oh yeah. Even though I'm not drinking, all of a sudden I'm looking at this. Right, you right. start, you see it before, see it before and I'm not going to go down that road yes. because I know when I went down that road. So we're at least. Right. So my last question to you guys is how can someone get started in your recovery group? I was like, I was talking with Lauren, with the lady you're going to be talking to shortly, is just walk in. Walk in the door? Just walk in the door. You're welcome. You know, we've had people come in completely out of their minds. They're welcome. Right. Where, where else? Where else are they going to get the right. help? If they if they honestly want help, we're we're here to help. Right. right. Now, hand them you, a vomit bag and show them. Show them, <laughs> like, show have them, a show seat, them somewhere man. they can have okay. a seat. Have, have 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 <laughs> to your point, is that Barry, what those are out front? Are those vomit bags? <laughs> I think those are popcorn bags. But to oh, Barry's okay. point on that, I, I think too, as church leaders, as pastors, are asking, you know right. this well, Michael. You know this. I think sometimes we say, just come as you are, mm-hmm. and then you're privately saying but don't stay that way for long right yeah right. Well, you know in recovery he loves yeah. you so much he loves you become right. as you are but my point would be right. give them some time to right. work it out. we yeah. know that a miracle yes. can happen overnight we've seen it right. yes. but oftentimes people really have to work it out they and do. again yeah. segueing into what you're going to hear in just a little bit yes just give them some time jesus gave a lot of time to me yeah. and a lot of grace and a lot of patience yeah. over 30 years of following him and mm-hmm. there have been ups and downs well documented right. but through it all he remained faithful sure. you know so sure. i think you never gave up on me so we don't give up on people people and look at paul Um, i mean you read romans i love 
reading Romans 7 and 8. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. I, I do the things that I don't want to do, but I don't, I don't do the things that I should do. And, right. that's Who can rescue me from this decaying Why body? Why can't I quit? Right. Yeah. Right. Now, could, yep. um, for the uh, the incarcerated or those getting out, can they help uh, walk their papers here? Absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So we do it all the time. We okay. do stuff mm -hmm. from the drug courts, too. The drug courts? Yeah, when, yep. when they, when the, and there's plenty to do community work. We have things we can do. We have, we're have we connected to other places. Righteous Rides is one of our favorite places. So mm -hmm. we can co-op together to find somebody that need community service to help. We can figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right. Very good. Well, it's time to take a break and let the dogs out. All right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Who did let the dogs this out? This is our what? segment where we generally do a plug-in. We do a resource. And I just decided to do our resource for today is actually Misfits for Jesus. Right so, on. Um, as we switch out our, our um, guests here, I'm just going to kind of read this stuff again because I think it's important. This is Misfits for Jesus in Warrenton. It's 1000 Warrenton Shop, Suite 29. Actually, you just drive into the parking lot, you'll see the sign, Misfits for Jesus Church. They have a Facebook page, Misfits for Jesus. Website, misfitsforjesus.com. That phone number again is 636-377-1842. Saturday's service starts at 6, and then the recovery on Wednesday starts at Seven. That's great stuff. And then I think they have a big event coming up. They do. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I, it's, yeah. I think you need a car to get here or. Uh, well, you can enter your car. Oh, you can enter your, your bike. car. Or a bike. Yeah. Like, can I Our bring trike. my little, my little you bring 70 whatever trail you want. 70? Yeah. And that is May 21st starting at 9 o'clock. And the trophy gets handed out about 1, 2 o'clock, something like that. Yeah. So that's here at the shop, pay. They. If you look, if you see this, it says um, 1,000 Warrington Shoppies. 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 What is that? So, yeah, uh, Randy's going to bring in the, the official Holy trophy. moly. Look at those valves. And he's smoking a spark plug. I love it. Well, that's a dude. <laughs> or a, yeah. a gal. It could be a gal, I guess. Yo, gal's yeah. like it's a starter housing. Okay. Wow. Is that a vape in his mouth? Or well, we encourage out? you to check out uh, Misfit for Jesus online. Come by Saturday. Come by on Wednesday at 7. Or come to the car show on the 21st of May. Uh, this is your fourth one. Yeah. So we just uh, so that's our inside out resource outlet. That's it. All right. Yeah.